You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the 60s Reboot Podcast, the only podcast that reviews and reboots a classic 1960s TV series for today's audience. This show is brought to you by the Electronic Media Collective and Down Studio. I'm your host, Maddie D, and today, as a guest, we have Murray the Mime. Hey, Murray. I'm glad you could join me today. Okay, I got a thumbs up for Murray. All right, well, as you know, Murray's a mime, so he can't talk. This is an audio program, so he's going to be miming to me all of his picks and choices for our 1960s reboot. So, Murray, why don't you go ahead and show me what's, uh, what show we picked today? Okay, he's holding up an imaginary rifle. He's pointing it. It must be a Western. Um, and now he's holding up a... Oh, he's taking a banana and peeling it. Uh, gun, banana... Bonanza! Today's episode's on Bonanza. All right, Murray. Well, are you ready? Okay, I got a double thumbs up from Murray. Okay, so here we go. Bonanza. Bonanza is an American Western television series that aired on NBC from 1959 to 1973. It lasted for 14 seasons, had a total of 431 episodes. It is NBC's longest-running Western and is listed as the second longest after CBS's Gunsmoke. The show is set in the 1860s and focuses on a wealthy cattle ranch family, the Cartwrights. The name of the ranch is the Ponderosa, which is a fictional ranch set north of Lake Tahoe in Nevada. The characters, a three-time widowed man named Ben Cartwright, who had three sons, Adam, Haas, and Little Joe, each born from a different mother. Each week the show would give us an adventure that this family would go through. Episodes ranged from high drama to broad comedy. The writers gave the characters interesting subjects to tackle, like environmental issues, substance abuse, domestic violence, and racism. As the show went on, the popularity grew, as the three sons faced new obstacles and their characters grew and developed. Due to its popularity in the early 70s, reruns would appear on Tuesday nights under the title Ponderosa. In the fall of 1972, the show's cancellation caused it to find a place in syndication with the original title Bonanza. Bonanza was popular with critics and audiences. It won numerous Emmys, a Bronze Wrangler Award, as well as an induction into the Hall of Fame. Many decades later, there was an attempt to relaunch Bonanza with three TV movies featuring the Cartwright's children. Some of the children of the original actors took up the reins. Michael Landon Jr. appeared as Little Joe's son, along with Jillian Green and Dirt Blocker. The three movies appear in 1988, 1993, and 1995. Then, in 2001, there was another attempt called Ponderosa, which was set as a precursor and showed the original um, conception with Ben Cartwright and Adam Cartwright. But you know what? 
that was the 2000s, so that was at another time, and this is about the 60s reboot. So we'll go ahead and skip that. All right, Murray, well, are you ready to go back in time to the 1960s and recast Bonanza, review the TV show, and find some actors that would do it today? All right, I got another thumbs up from Murray. Okay, first up, the patriarch of the family, Ben Cartwright, as originally played by Lauren Green. That oldest boy of mine, Adam, oh, he's real calm in an emergency. Real calm. You know as well as I that we have Roundup facing us next week. And you talk to me about windmills. Yes, windmills. And you know as well as I that it'll take a miracle to get the water up on that north section. And Fairbanks Windmill might be it. Fairbanks Windmill. All this man has is a theory. We know nothing about him or his reputation. Now, you can't leave a shorthanded just to go to talk to a man who's probably a, a crackpot. Crackpot? Yes, crackpot. A long time ago, a man fooled around with a thing he called a cut. Ben Cartwright was a three-time widowed father and had a solid moral compass. He was voted television's number two favorite dad in the TV Guide survey from 2011. Lauren Green's portrayal of him was a tough father who loved his sons and attempted to pass along a solid moral code for them to follow. So Lauren Green was a, uh, was a well-stocky man. A little aged. At the time, he was 44 when he played the role. Now, I wanted to go with someone who had the same kind of feeling and moral code who could um, really portray a Ben Cartwright. So, for my pick, I chose John Delancey. Now, you might remember John Delancey as Q from Star Trek The Next Generation. He also had a short-lived western with Richard Dean Anderson called Legend. He also had recurring roles on Stargate SG-1. Plus, he does the voice from the cartoon show My Little Pony as the character Discord. Okay, Murray, who do you have for Ben Cartwright? Okay, I have... What? What? Yeah, what is that? You, you're holding up a pike? No, not a pike. A fishing pole. And, and you know what? I'm sorry, Murray, but this this just can't work. Um, this is an audio medium, and you're a mime, and you only do visual things. So, you know what? I think I'm just going to take the rest of the show by myself. Thank you for stopping by, though. Okay? Have a great one. Yep. Yeah, that's not a thumbs up, is it? No. That's a finger. But yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. See you later, Murray. Next up is the eldest son, Adam Cartwright as played by Pernell Roberts. <laughs> Shut up. Where is he? I mean she. Still in the wash house. Adam was an architectural engineer with a university education. He designed and built the Ponderosa Ranch Home. After five seasons, Adam left and went to sea to seek his fortune. For my pick for Adam Cartwright, I chose an actor by the name of Theo James. Now, Theo James might be familiar to the audiences as four from the Insurgent series. He was also in Downton Abbey, and he's slated to be in the new Dark Crystal series on Netflix. So Adam's supposed to be the oldest son who had gone to university, came back as an architectural engineer. Theo James, I think, could probably play that off. I mean, he's got a uh, he's got a English background. He's a British actor. And so I think he could probably pull off Adam Cartwright because of his, um, his ability to give a, a smart man who's also 
got a little bit of the machismo. If you remember him from the uh, the Allegiant series, he kind of does a little brooding. So Adam Cartwright being the oldest son, I think, is a little broody. And I think Theo James could actually pull it off rather well. Next up, after Adam Cartwright, is Eric Haas Cartwright, the gentle giant, as played by Dan Blocker. I just brung your knife back, Hobbsink. That's so? Boy! I, I got some real important things to be doing, Hobbsink. I'll see you. The nickname Haas came from his ample girth, an endearing term for big and friendly. Haas was a big man, but was friendly to everyone. Even though he had a strong build and scared people, he was quite the uh, gentle person on the show. He had a lot of heart. Now, for my choice, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, because this gentleman is an American Icelandic actor named Olafur Dar Olafsson. And he's been in a lot of different um, Icelandic and... Scandinavian television shows, most notably for American audiences. He's going to be in the new uh, Dark Crystal TV series. Most notably, he was in The Last Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel. He was the big magical wizardy warlock guy that uh, came into like a couple scenes. But yeah, he's a he's a larger gentleman. He's a great actor. The way he looks when he grows his beard, it definitely looks like he could play a Haas kind of character who's a gentle giant. He's got the girth, he's got the size, he's got the acting chops. Um, I think if you threw a cowboy hat on him, I think he would definitely be a great Eric Haas Cartwright. After Eric Haas Cartwright is the youngest son of the TV show, and that was Joseph Little Joe Cartwright, as played by... Michael Landon. Hi, Daisy. Hi. Sit down, little Joe. All righty. Isn't your pa coming? Uh, no, no. The fact of the matter is, Daisy, that, uh, that he's, he's talking to Thompson about, about a mare, shoeing a mare, yeah. Okay, so what can I say about Michael Landon real quick? Well, Michael Landon had a prolific acting career. Not only was he in Bonanza, where he got his kind of his television start, but he was also in a movie called I Was a Teenage Werewolf back in the 1950s. And he went on from uh, Bonanza to do another Western TV show called Little House on the Prairie. Shortly after that, he did Highway to Heaven and numerous other movies and television shows throughout his career. He was a really top-notch actor. He was very popular amongst a lot of people. And uh, him and Lauren Green seemed to be the two actors that kind of had a career after and, well, pretty much before Bonanza. So the question is, is who would I choose to fill the shoes of Michael Landon in the new Bonanza for the, uh, for the modern-day audience? Well, I'm going to totally do a uh, change in my storyline. And instead of it being three sons, it's actually two sons and one daughter. So I'm, uh, I'm going to do a gender swap here on Little Joe. She will keep the name Little Joe. Uh, her name will actually be Josefina Little Joe, J-O, Cartwright. I choose Gina Rodriguez. Now, Gina Rodriguez, she was in Jane the Virgin since 2014. She also does the voice of Carmen Sandiego in the Netflix comic book series, Carmen Sandiego. And she's going to be in a new TV show, or no, I'm sorry, not a TV show, but a new movie called Scoob, 
after Scooby-Doo. That's the family of the Cartwrights and who I cast. Next up is actually uh, a member of the family that uh, wasn't actually born a Cartwright. He is the valet, the cook, the, the, the gentleman who helps out around the ranch. And that is the character Hop Singh. Now, Hop Singh was played by Victor Sin Yoon. Good morning, Mr. Cartwright. You take enough food along? Yes, everything was fine, Hop Singh. House up yet? He never get up until he smell cooking. Hop Singh was the Chinese American cook for the Cartwright family. He helped out quite a bit on the farm. I'm sorry, on the ranch and uh, basically was befriended by the entire family. To play the role of Hop Singh, I decided that uh, the character Hop Singh had a little bit of weight on him, and he was, uh, he was a smart individual. And of course, you know, this was the 1960s, so a lot of stuff was, um, how should I say it, not very uh, politically correct. There was a lot of also and stereotypes. They were very big on stereotypes trying to embrace more of a modern feel to the show as far as the undertone of the storylines. Who I chose for Hop Singh, he's uh, most notably known as Hiro Nakamura from NBC's Heroes. He was on CBS's Hawaii Five-0 as Dr. Max Bergman. I chose Masioka. Now, Masioka uh, he, I think, could fit the role for Hop Singh because Hop Singh was, you know, a short gentleman, well fed, and as we know, you know, it's. I think he could fit the role because I mean, whatever Masi does, he he kind of brings a little extra something to the role. And Hop Singh was such a small character. I think Masioka could definitely fit right in because even though Hop Singh's character was such a small character on the TV show, he was well loved by the Cartwrights. And it seems like whatever character Masi portrays, he kind of brings a little something extra to it. Um, a more heart, more lovingness, more more textural feel to um, to a, basically a, a simple character. Next up is Sheriff Roy Coffey, as played by Ray Teal. Well, that was real nice of you too, Sheriff. I sent a telegraph message about you down to Barbie Ranch, old Ed Limp. Here's the answer. It says they'll let you go more than six months back on account of your prison record in Texas. Not much to say about uh, Sheriff Coffey. He was your standard uh, western country, country western sheriff, you know. He was an older gentleman, and he was a friend of the Cartwrights, even though he, he upheld the law and he made sure everything was fair. You know, there's not much else I can say about him. He's just that older gentleman who was a sheriff. And honestly, I could only think of one actor who's uh, actually working today in Hollywood on TV series, or on a TV series that is the quintessential sheriff, the quintessential older actor for a cowboy film or a cowboy TV show, and that man is Sam Elliott. That's right, Sam Elliott. Because he is the cowboy. Anything, anything you've seen with him in it, he's playing a cowboy or a cop who has a cowboy southern accent. You think cowboy, you think Sam Elliott. So that's who I picked it for my sheriff. It's kind of low-hanging fruit, but you know what? You can't have a good cowboy show without 
Sam Elliott. Only you can prevent forest fires. Okay, well, that wraps up the general cast for the Bonanza TV show for the 1960s reboot. Let's take a look at a possible script. Normally, we would take the tone of the show from the 1960s, set it with the same principle that was originally established for the original TV shows that were rebooting. But I'm going to take that one step further, and with the Bonanza TV show, I'm going to set it not in the 1860s, not filmed with the tone of the, of, uh, the 1960s, but set it in 2020, in which the Ponderosa Ranch is still in the Cartwright family, and that this Ben Cartwright is the, like the great-grandson, or great-great-grandson, however many generations from the original one from the 1860s. And he's actually in the same predicament where he's had three different wives, widowed, divorced, widowed. His, uh, his first wife was um, Adam's mom, who was British. His second wife, who is uh, Haas's mom, was actually Scandinavian. And uh, the last one was a Mexican-American woman. And of course, you know, we'll really embrace that multiracial family dynamic. And, of course, you know, we'll set it with modern technology. In fact, that instead of horses, they're driving around on four-wheelers. One of the plots could be that Adam Cartwright has come back from college. He's looking to take over the, uh, the Ponderosa Ranch. He's helped redesign a lot of the ranch. He's shown an, a crazy aptitude for genetic manipulation of cows ways of getting better stock. And then, of course, Haas is Haas. He's going to be out there helping in the field, you know, caring for his younger sister, as well as helping out on the ranch. And then there's little Josefina, who is going to be basically the belle of the ball everywhere she goes, but yet she still has, um, she still has a bit of a tomboyness to her, and she really likes to help out on the ranch. She's always out hanging out with um, the cattle, riding four-wheeler, riding a horse, you know, she's basically just your atypical cowgirl, but every once in a while she likes to wear a dress and, and kind of, you know, show off that, that feminine quality that she has. The biggest thing that could be a major conflict for the show would be that there's a, another family in in the local area who's looking to buy the Ponderosa Ranch and there's a lot of conflict between the two families um, and perhaps there's someone in the other family that has grown up around little Josephina and is kind of like a Romeo and Juliet type of scenario where they're both in love with each other but their families hate each other. I mean, yeah, it's a trope, but you know what? It, it makes for great television. So yeah. That's my story idea for the 1960s reboot version of Bonanza. Let me just do a quick recap of the actors that I would pick for our characters. And then we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. And this is probably going to be the shortest episode since uh, Murray had to, had to go. So for Ben Cartwright, the 1960s reboot picks John DeLancey. 
which is interesting because, you know, John Delancey played in Star Trek Next Generation as the character Q. He also does the voice of a character named Discord on My Little Pony. And those are characters that are much like Loki. I mean, they're chaos people, tricksters, pranksters, you know, a little omnipotent. But yet, with Q, there was always a moral code that he was testing the humans on. So I think John Delancey could do that as well in uh, this series. He could definitely um, create a situation, point out the moral code to it, and pass that along to his, his children. All right, for Adam Cartwright, we have Theo James. Theo James being the uh, the British actor that we've seen in Allegiant and Insurgent. Um, he's also been in Downton Abbey. You know, he can play a brooding character, much like I feel Adam Cartwright kind of is. Uh, a bit brooding, um, rather smart, always trying to, you know, seek his father's approval with his inventions and the stuff they did around the ranch, you know, keeping the ranch running. Because, you know, he more or less saw that he would inherit the uh, the Ponderosa once his father had passed away. Next up is uh, Eric Haas Cartwright, played by Olafur Dar Olafsson. Now there's a fun word, fun name to say, Olafsson. American uh, Icelandic actor, you know, he's been in a lot of Scandinavian TV shows. He is just a big dude. And when he grows that beard out, he kind of like looks a little intimidating. But underneath it all, you can kind of see that he's a he's a bit of a gentle giant. I think that he uh, he could definitely pull off an analog version of uh, Haas from Dan Blocker's portrayal of, of the character back in the 1960s. Then after Haas, we have little Joe, little Josefina. Josefina Cartwright, played by Gina Rodriguez. So yeah, Gina, um, what's not to love about her? I mean, she's a younger uh, Latino actress. Now, even though Michael Landon isn't, I don't think he is of Mexican or Spanish or Latino descent, the character of Little Joe, I believe, was from a Latino mother. My pick for Josefina Little Joe, that's J.O. Cartwright, I picked Gina Rodriguez. Now, the interesting about Gina Rodriguez is not only is she a beautiful-looking actress, rather funny. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Jane, if, listen, if you've seen the TV show Jane the Virgin, but it's a very fun TV show. She's got a lot of a lot of spunk, a lot of a lot of animatedness to her portrayal. So what I would, uh, why I picked her is because Ben Cartwright had three three children from three different wives, and I thought how interesting it would be that each wife was from a different background. So why can't little Josephina be, you know, half Mexican, half uh, American, half uh, white American? Then we have Hop Singh played by Masioka, and Sheriff Roy Coffey, played by the legendary Sam Elliott. All right, folks, well, that's it for the 1960s reboot of Bonanza. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Murray the Mime for showing up the first part of the episode. Unfortunately, because he's a mind, mime, he's pretty much taken a bow of silence, so he couldn't really do a whole lot. And I'm not going to sit here and spend the entire episode telling you what he's miming. All right, well, 
You can find more of the 60s Reboot podcast at the emcpod.net slash 60s Reboot, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and CastBox. And follow on Twitter at 60s Reboot. Oh, hey, Murray, how's it going? Um, so, yeah, what, what do you need? I, I don't know what that is. Why are you holding up that, that baseball bat? What? No! Ow! Ah! Ah! Ow! Ow! Stop it! Look, okay, I'm sorry. Look, if you just talked, then there'd be no problem.